0: Welcome into A to Z Sports primetime on a Monday night from the DraftKings Sportsbook studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud as always to be presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A2Z Sports gets you in on all the action in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Promo code A to Z Sports uh, for this NBA season. I'll tell you how you can make some money later on. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. Of course, you know that Brymac Mechanical has you covered when it comes to satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. B-R-Y-M-A-K, brymac.com. And Two Rivers Ford with one of the state's largest inventories of quality American-made Ford vehicles, Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So uh, football season is officially over, but now begins a lot of the fun stuff, right? The roster reconstruction for all 32 NFL teams, because Derek R asks, is football really gone, Buck? And I would say the game itself is, but the sport, the cycle, the, uh, the, I mean, the roster building, the free agency period, the combine is in two weeks. We're talking about the, uh, the tampering period opening up a month from today, a little less than a month from today, given the fact that that will begin at 3 p.m. Central time in one month from now. So like the NFL is, football, is the football, the game is gone, but the process of getting to the games, which is almost as fun, is just now starting to ramp up. So when we talk about this and we look at where the league is trending and how Things are going to get pretty complicated at the quarterback position, maybe even here in Tennessee, although that is much less likely at this point. There are three quarterback situations, one here in the AFC South, that I think have the potential to be pretty interesting to watch how they play out and can have ripple effects across the league. The three situations as I see them are this. What's happening with Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals, something that he took to social media to address earlier today, the report from Chris Mortensen that he expects Carson Wentz, the quarterback of the Colts, to either be released or traded this offseason. And then thirdly, what is happening in Tampa Bay post Tom Brady, the reports are that they could be in on a number of different high profile players, including Deshaun Watson, that comes from Tom Pellicero and Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, which will share with you the reporting on it throughout the course of the show. But when you look at this, now two of these situations in the NFC and one in the AFC, in fact, even in the Titans division, you got to look at this and say, all right, there's a, there's a bunch of different ways. There's going to be quarterbacks that are talked about With the potential of being moved, we'll talk about Ryan Tannehill and his sustainability here at some length. But when you talk about these three specific situations, I want to know from you, your two Rivers Ford take. What is the most interesting quarterback situation this offseason between the Colts, the Cardinals, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Give me your answer on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together. Between the Colts, Cards, and Tampa Bay, what is the most interesting quarterback situation right now, given that all of these things, uh, I mean, probably, what, a third of the league is going to have quarterback questions this offseason. There's going to be a variety of different places where people look to see there's going to be some moves made. How substantial those moves are remain to be seen. But I think in diagnosing those three in particular, Those are the most impactful, the most interesting of this offseason that are at the forefront right now. While you guys decide which of the three situations, which of the three quarterback situations most interests you, I'm going to tell you about my friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, in fact, is where you go for the best in the business because they pride themselves on making sure that you get customer satisfaction. That's how they've been doing business for nearly 40 years in Middle Tennessee. Since 1983, Two Rivers Ford has existed as a local business making things happening for making things happen for you, the customer without any pressure on you throughout the course of the car buying experience. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. That's where you go. So, Cards, Colts, Buccaneers, what most interests you, your Two Rivers Ford take here on the Primetime Show. Well, looking kind of, if you're not keeping up with all of this stuff, the most ridiculous of these is Kyler Murray, right? He's out there on his Instagram today, on Monday, talking about, quote, all of this nonsense is not what I'm about, and he's vowing to, quote, grow and get better A day after ESPN, Chris Mortensen again reported that Arizona believes him, sources within the Arizona organization believe Kyler Murray to be self-centered, immature, someone who points fingers at others and does not shoulder his fair amount of blame. He is responding to criticism because Kyler Murray himself went through and deleted all of his social media posts since being drafted by the Arizona Cardinals with the first overall pick in 2019. In fact, that draft took place here in Nashville. And since then, he has wiped all the Cardinals. He doesn't follow the Cardinals anymore on social media. And so the reporting gets out there from Chris Mortensen, and people are calling himself centered, immature, and somebody who does uh, does not accept responsibility for what goes wrong, the ins and outs, the general leadership required of the quarterback position. So now he gets out there and says, Oh, well, he's not about all of this nonsense. All of this nonsense is not what I'm about when he's the one who started this on social media, let it linger, and then took a, until a day after things allegation. I mean, people started to call his character into question. Might I add again, after this was a similar thing around the entire draft process, that infamous interview that he did with Dan Patrick where he looked completely and totally checked out of this whole thing so you got Kyler Murray right in the Cardinals how uh, how much how much merit does that have that Kyler Murray may be unhappy with Arizona because I think that Kyler Mer- Murray is is a bit full of it to be honest with you then you have Tampa Bay and the Buccaneers being left high and dry for all intents and purposes with the Super Bowl so you can't uh, you can't pity them too much but Tom Brady retires after 22-plus years in the NFL, 44 years old. He leaves it. Uh, he leaves them quarterback barren, basically. You've got Kyle Trask, you've got Blaine Gabbert, you've got Ryan Griffin on the roster, but none of them, of course, is going to help you with a legitimate contender right now to put you over the top of the quarterback position. So then you get into the Bucks situation, and you see the report, from, uh, from Tom Pellicero and Ian Rappaport, one, that Tom Brady has left the door open in case he decides to change his mind on retirement. According to those two, sources say they would do whatever is necessary, the Bucks would, for him to return, a possibility that Brady is not ruling out. Sources also tell Rappaport and Pellicero that they're doing extensive homework on Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson and are one of the multiple teams expected to explore a potential trade for Russell Wilson, though the Seahawks have given no indication that they'll deal him. So this is all coming from the NFL Network and two very credible reporters in Pelicero and Rappaport. And then another Mortensen drop, look at Mort on his A-game this Super Bowl weekend, saying that he expects Carson Wentz to be traded or cut as the quarterback in Indianapolis, which makes all the sense in the world, even though they're going to have to eat that 15 million. I think that it's a fascinating look at these three organizations and what other ripple effects it can cause to have these three teams in flux. But what's the most interesting to you? I'm curious to know. MB says, these were all things said about Murray coming out of the draft. That's very true. Do you remember what Casserly heard? After his combine interviews, I don't remember exactly word for word MB what Charlie Casserly of the uh, NFL Network had to say, but I do remember Charlie being out there as far as somebody who was publicly giving voice to some of the concerns that NFL organizations had about Kyler Murray. I think that I think that kind of blew up a little bit in Casserly's face, if I remember. I think he got some blowback for that, and I, I would have to refresh my memory on that story, but I do remember Charlie, Charlie Casserly being out there in the mix on the Kyler Murray situation in the pre-draft process, saying that there were some questions basically about him um, cards says will Dodson. Cause this came out of nowhere. That's true for Stacy Wills. Uh, he says, or she says Tampa Bay, it is going to be hard replacing the goat Tom Brady. And by the way, that's assuming that Tom Brady decides to stay retired. Karen O'Keefe says Colts better not get Rogers or Wilson, or we are screwed. I, you know, obviously, the Colts upgrading at quarterback this offseason would be to your detriment. This is absolutely so. But when I think about the most interesting of these three situations, it's hard for me to break it down any differently than what is happening with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the fact that they're going to be in on Wilson, Watson, and anybody that they can make a legitimate play for. This, according to Ian Rappaport, on the super bowl set you guys remember when tom brady retired that was kind of a big deal right could that have been a soft retirement according to colleague tom palacero and myself the bucks want tom brady back and have told him through a couple different ways that they would do what it takes to get him back really whatever it is and from my understanding tom brady has not ruled this out and is at least keeping his mind open when it comes to to actually coming back on the field. There's some contractual things that the Bucks would need to do salary-wise to make it easier for the salary cap. They have not done it as they hold out hope that maybe, just maybe, the GOAT will return. Ian, if it's not Tom Brady, don't be surprised if the Buccaneers swing big on a veteran quarterback once again. I can tell you they've done extensive homework on a strange Texans quarterback, Deshaun Watson. They're also one of multiple teams. who's expected to at least explore a potential Russell Wilson deal, Well, the Seahawks have given no indication that they intend to move. So that's Ian Rappaport, Mike Garofolo and Tom Pellicero of the NFL Network discussing the news that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are not ruling out a Tom Brady concern, this or a return rather, out of retirement, which is what they reported on Saturday prior to the game. This is what, uh, this is what they went on to further report, again from the same article at NFL.com, should Brady remain retired, the Bucs have shifted their focus to other veteran quarterbacks who could be available via trade sources say they're doing extensive homework on Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson and are one of multiple teams expected to explore a potential trade for Russell Wilson though the Seahawks have given no indication that they'll deal him uh you know you remember that last week it kind of got swept up in the Super Bowl situation or even two weeks ago uh, after Brady announced on, on uh, no, it was last Monday, right, a week ago from today. Brady announced his retirement on February 1st. It was the Tuesday, I think we were all down in Mobile, Alabama. Then he came out the following Monday and said on his podcast that he would, quote, never say never on the possibility of playing again. So Brady's not technically ruled out. And Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson are being looked at as legitimate options. That's the most interesting quarterback situation in the league to me. And I'll tell you, I'll expand more on that right after I tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A2ZSports can get you in on all the action if you're a Hoops fan. The latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. It's just too, too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's just that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on the NBA with same-game parlays, which allow you to combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs that you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever it is that you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code A2Z Sports. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. With promo code A to Z Sports at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus Tennessee only. Gambling problem. Call the Tennessee Red Line. one 800 889 9789 New customers only, minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. So the Bucs are the most interesting quarterback situation of those three that I've outlined. E. Short says, if the Colts cut Wentz and somehow get Rodgers, I'm going to be sick to my stomach. And it's a real possibility, Buck. Well, the the last reporting, E. Short, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong on this, I'll pull up the uh, article just to be sure, but the last I saw on Aaron Rodgers from Adam Schefter and I think Rappaport, was in on this too. Uh, this was from a day ago. Quote, sources, Green Bay Packers ready to spend close to salary cap in 2022 to entice Aaron Rodgers' return. Uh, this is a report from ESPN. Rob Domovsky, who covers the Packers for ESPN, says the Packers are prepared to go all in. So they haven't, you know, it's not confirmed that he's going back, but they're going all in to entice Aaron Rodgers to return next season. They're going to spend as close to the cap this year and spreading it into future years as much as possible. It's an approach that was used by the New Orleans Saints before quarterback Drew Brees retired. So they want to they want to give Rodgers the roster juice and say, hey, Aaron, look at this. We're going to do as much as humanly possible to give you the best chance to win. We want you back. We want you back in the middle of this thing. And so, I, I mean, to your point, Eshort, like, it's, it's potentially a thing. I don't know that it has real legs, but could it, could it happen? Yes. there is a circumstance where that situation could happen. And would that be good for you? Of course it would not be because you don't want more. You don't want more uh, competitors in the AFC South, given that your hold on this division has largely been due some, some to your own, uh, some to your own ability to execute and, and to handle your business. But there's a lot of incompetence. There's a lot of bad football in the AFC South. So anything that gives another team an ability to kind of climb out of the basement that way, you don't want them to have that, of course. Uh, of course not. At that, uh, at once you talk about the Colts specifically, Watson in Tampa says G-Man on base. The birthplace of the table dance spells disaster. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, he. You, I don't think they're going to make the trade unless he's legally cleared, and there's been no indication to say that he would be legally cleared. Uh, enough of the Colts, MB says, this time of year is the only season that the Colts win, the offseason, R-E-L-A-X, people. Yeah, you know, and I, I want to talk about Carson Wentz because he's about to be out on the streets one way or another at this point. So I do think that's a good jumping off point. And be Not to talk about the Colts, but talk about where Carson Wentz would make the most sense given that there's going to be a handful of places in the NFL this year that are going to be looking for a short-term solution at the quarterback position. I mean, people looking for long-term solutions at the quarterback position, but there's going to be some teams in the market for a guy who can be a bridge. And Carson Wentz is you know, good enough to not get you to the playoffs, but also is better than any backup that you would find in the league. So let's talk about that while we uh, while we see what happens with the Colts quarterback situation. Because we know that he's probably going to be out this season. And that's something that I told, I told people at the very, very start. Like, they need to get rid of him. They need to find a way to get him off the books. They're in too good of a position um, as a roster. They need. When we talk about Tannehill, the Titans needing to upgrade from Tannehill. No, the Colts are the real-life embodiment of that situation. So what's the best landing spot for Carson Wentz? That's what I want to know from you on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Let's talk about it on the primetime show. And while you guys weigh in on where you think he could land, I'll tell you about the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com, that's where you go for your dream address. Without the stress, the Ashton team will help you win with the Intel edge that only GaryAshton.com can provide to you. The Ashton team is the official real estate agent of the Titans, of the Preds, and of A to Z Sports Prime Time. Trust the Ashton team because they will get the business done for you. They'll help you sell your home for more, and they'll help you get your dream address without the stress at GaryAshton.com. So, where's the best landing spot for Wentz right now? I think that how Teams, how the Colts handle this because they're gonna eat about fifteen million dollars on their cap this year. In listening to the to the pregame programming before the Super Bowl this weekend, this was a big nugget that Chris Mortensen put out there for the NFL world and the NFL people, all of us in the NFL who follow the NFL to consume this courtesy of ESPN. Now for Carson Wentz and the Indianapolis Colts, it looks bleak. Yes, the Colts did not give him support. Uh, verbally after the season, said that uh, they weren't guaranteeing them anything. Well, right now, it looks bleak. And by March 18th, he'll probably be traded or released. That's when his $15 million of his base salary is guaranteed. So for Carson Wentz and the Colts, it looks like it was a one-year marriage that went wrong. ESPN reporting that Carson Wentz is expected to be traded or cut that. According to Chris Mortensen, where's the best landing spot for him? Robert Layhue says Houston, man, wouldn't that be interesting if you can get, but then what would you do? Cause here's the thing. Like Watson has the fourth highest cap hit of any quarterback this year. It is Matt Ryan, one Aaron Rodgers two Kirk cousins, three, Deshaun Watson, four. Ryan Tannehill, five, right? So now you're talking about, okay, who's going to take Deshaun Watson's contract off the books? I don't know that Houston can trade for a quarterback, even though Wentz, Wentz makes a lot of sense for Houston, to be honest with you. As they try and figure things out, they want somebody who's better than what they have, but they also know that they're not good enough to win. Right now, until they can figure out their quarterback situation, Houston is a really, I like that suggestion, Robert. I don't know that it would happen because I think Watson has to be moved first before they can acquire Wentz, but that does pique pique my interests. Mark Jones says the, uh, the the Commanders. I'm not. I'm not calling them the Commanders. I refuse. I, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm going to only refer to them as the Washington Football Team. It's a far superior name. The Commanders, uh, they do not exist as far as I'm concerned. The Washington Football Team. It is. But Taylor Heineke is not good enough. There is Carson Wentz an upgrade over him. I would say yes, but how much of an upgrade? Not certain. And I think Washington is trying to get much more out of the quarterback position. Jeff Sawyer says he'd rather have Davis Mills than Carson Wentz. I, I don't think that's true. I don't. Wentz, Wentz has played the position at a higher level. He may not be great, but he is better, I think, than Davis Mills. Davis Mills may end up being having a fine professional career. I think he showed some stuff, and I think that if properly supported, I don't know that he's going to be supported under Levy Smith. I don't know that he has the proper resources, the Texans organization seems still like a shit show right now. But I think that, man, Houston, for a team that's going to be tanking, basically tanking anyway, and that's not going to be, I mean, they're not fielding a competitive roster again in 2022. I don't think that, I mean, maybe they'll be a little better, and they could get a little better if they acquired Wentz. But I, uh, man, that that that's not one that I had considered, but it does make you think a little bit. What, uh, what Riggins says about the commanders, the name is groundbreaking. I don't know if the name is groundbreaking. The name is terrible. Either way, the name is, the name is the Washington football team for Will Dodson Jr. He says the Browns, the Browns, it sounds like they are going to keep Baker Mayfield Denver for Harry Titan, tough Wells Denver. If they don't get Aaron Rodgers, could they take Carson Wentz? He's better than Teddy, right? He's not much better than Teddy. And his turnover luck was pretty good this year. I think there is a better, I mean, there's a better collection of skill position players in Denver than there was in Indianapolis. I think that could help. The offensive line is worse and Carson Wentz makes bad decisions when under pressure, he makes bad decisions when he's not under pressure too. I don't know that anybody's going to trade for him, but I do think I want to say I'm, I'm with Troy Anderson. I think the saints for for right now, I think the Saints, the Broncos, a middling NFL team that's kind of just trying to get through their current cap situation. I love the idea of the Texans. I don't know that the Texans would do it. Just because if they're going to be bad, they might as well keep Davis Mills on their roster and see what they have in him. Um, and as they try to move Watson this offseason and get that massive number off their books, then they can have a legitimate conversation. But right now, I don't think that's so. The Saints are probably the most feasible team This offseason is going to be pretty interesting when you kind of break it down to the nuts and bolts. I think that Wentz getting cut more likely than traded this offseason is going to have a massive ripple effect across the NFL, certainly in this division. But since we're in the AFC South, we might as well talk about Ryan Tannehill, right? We're going to spend some time breaking down how much further Ryan Tannehill can take the Tennessee Titans, if he can take them at all further, the Tennessee Titans. I want to know what do, you, what do you want to see Ryan Tannehill improve on the most before next season? Um, in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, G-Man on Base says, is Jameis back with the Saints or a free agent? Jameis Winston is an unrestricted free agent. And, you know, I would take Wentz here in Tennessee as a backup. I would take Jameis here as a backup, depending on what the price point is. I think Wentz – I think Winston honestly is going to have a better market than Jameis will to be, to be completely transparent with you. I think that that is going to be something Jameis. I think, you know, under Sean Payton could have done a lot better work. I don't know. I don't know whether what Jameis, what Jameis's issues are, are going to be correctable by another coach. Who's not quite as offensively adept as Sean Payton is right. We, we regard him as one of the, best and brightest offensive mind in the sport. And now that he's taking at least a year away from the NFL, it does become a little more complicated. But I do like the idea of Jameis as a backup quarterback. I think that Jameis can do just enough and has talented skill position players here that he can make some noise. But again, the price on that matters. Andrew Frill says, I think Tannehill will restructure his deal. You better hope not, because all that's going to do is keep kicking the money down the road. You don't want it. This is the problem with restructures, right? They're they're still your problem. You're you're putting yourself on the hook more for Tannehill money in future years by continuing to restructure Ryan Tannehill. That would be an outright mistake, Andrew Phil. In fact, I think that's the last thing uh, that the Titans want to do this offseason. The absolute last thing. I think you are. I think you are very very incorrect in your assessment there. Dre Wilson says, not throwing interceptions when the game is on the line and go to your primary weapons is where he wants to see Ryan Tannehill improve. So let's talk about Ryan Tannehill. While we do so, or while you do so, while you tell me what you want him to improve on the most this offseason, let me tell you about our friends at BryMac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymack.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. BryMac has you covered. Three locations. In Middle Tennessee and in Kentucky, Brymac is the place that you can go. They can handle uh, commercial work. They can handle residential work. Brymac is versatile. They are effective. And they are going to give you satisfaction guaranteed on your HVAC needs at B-R-Y-M-A-K Brymac Mechanical. So what do you want to see Ryan Tannehill improve on the most? Troy Anderson says, "Master the look off." It's like Troy is reading a rundown for the night because I saw this clip going around. I'm sure you did too, of Matt Stafford throwing no look passes on his game winning drive, and it was masterful. Look at him holding Von Bell, the safety, with his eyes. It's a beautiful angle. He's keeping Von Bell in place. He's keeping Von Bell. Von Bell's moving. He whips it on the other side of Von Bell to Cooper Cup behind the safety help. On defense, Wilson, the linebacker, he's got no chance in space. Cooper Cup out on the move, readjusting. Jesse Bates finally makes the tackle on a critical possession, a critical catch, a beautiful throw from Matt Stafford in the fourth quarter on the drive that ended up winning them Super Bowl 56. I don't expect Ryan Tannehill to ever make a pass like that, right? It is art, it's beautiful. But as far as Tannehill is concerned, what I don't want him to do is to continue to stare down receivers, right? You saw those bank those clips from the Bengals' defense, the defenders coming out and saying, yeah, Ryan Tannehill, he stared down Julio Jones on that first interception. He, stare, he has a tendency to lock eyes on a certain target before he lets it loose. People feed on that. But again, we, I'm not saying that he has to be Matt Stafford like this play, I'm saying, though, that he has to be less predictable and anything that he can do as far as the nuances of the quarterback play, look at Stafford holding the safety, holding the safety, whips it back to, what would that be? His right as Cooper Cup comes streaking across the field. It's such a fantastic play. We've seen Matt Stafford make no-look passes before. Patrick Mahomes, hold my beer. Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup, the connection was clicking in the fourth quarter, and it was something that kept them in the game. We're going to talk about what I think the Titans need to do as far as that model, as far as what the Rams and Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford did to win that game, because I think that's a direction that the Titans need to head this coming season. But we'll spend some time talking about that tomorrow, because for now, the primetime show is done. Thank you guys for hanging out, as always. We'll do it again at 8 p.m tomorrow night as well radio show is going to be a lot of fun tomorrow 10 to 1 on 104.5 the zone you can come kick it if you like we're going to have we're going to have an extended conversation about the Colts situation we're going to get some reporting on the Cardinals as well and dive into this quarterback market that's going to go insane this year I'm really looking forward to talking about it with you um Sam asks me how did you how do you saying the Cooper Cup did the streak, Buck? I don't know what that means, Sam. Uh, I think you might have messed up the grammar. Anyway, enjoy the rest of your evening. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Join us on the radio show tomorrow from 10 to 1. We're going to have a lot of fun there as well on 104.5 The Zone. See y'all.